Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Shalom Aleichem, everybody. We are back, another Hachzeik, and this is going to be day number 62, Wednesday. And we're seeing the different refutations to the people who say, and I appreciate that Chovat Lubavot felt it was so important to give seven very lengthy refutations to the people who say, when I make enough money, that's when I can start to think about my Elam Haba. It's rampant in the world. It's rampant amongst all societies where people are so hung up with all the money that they need to make. And by the way, it's not something for our generation. Chovat Lubavot wrote this very many years ago. So it's something that has been literally on the minds of Yidin throughout history. So he feels, yeah, I need seven really good fights against them. So he calls them the people who take the mashkin from Hashem, that they go and they demand some kind of a security deposit from Hashem, and they say, look, I don't think you're good for the money, Hashem. But you mean to tell me if I don't work or if I work a minimal amount, all of a sudden you're going to go and pay me and you're going to take care of me so that I can build my Elam Haba? I don't, I don't, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and work a lot harder and forget everything that is important to me. And you know what? When you come and finally pay me, all right, then I'm done. Then, then you know, I'll give it back or I'll give it off to Sadaka or something. Or I'll finally just pay you, maybe not in money, Hashem, but at least you know, I'll build my own haba. That he says to us is foolish on so many different levels. And now this is a third level that tells us why it's so foolish. Sham. Somebody takes the security from his friend. The only time it makes sense or it's right, it's correct for you to go and to take a mashkon is if he doesn't have an existing debt to that person. And that um, he has no claim against him. And then it would make sense. But if before making this, he himself owes the other person, and he knows that he has this outstanding debt that he has to pay, you don't get to go and ask him now for a mashkin. You shouldn't take it. It's not even if he goes and he volunteers to give it because. You owe him. You owe him. <laughs> you know, you, you owe somebody and you're like, well, I don't know if you're going to pay. What are you talking about? You owe me everything. Every person has outstanding that And they're so big that if we would go and gather all of all the goodness that all the people have done for all generations of all existence, and you gave them all to one person, you gave them all to Bob. Still, Bob owes Hashem. It wouldn't be enough to even repay Hashem for one of the chasadim. It's just, it's chasa. Chasa means that it's given to you without any kind of expectancy, and you haven't paid or earned any of it. How are you not embarrassed from being so brazen in front of Hashem? That you say to Hashem, you have to give me advance all these different things, when in truth you actually owe him so much. 
and this is true even if you know that you can keep to your end of the deal. And let's face it, that if you go and you say that Hashem, you give me this, but maybe you can't pay up Hashem in what it is that you're making this exchange for. Because maybe your days are going to expire. Maybe you're going to not make it so long. So you're going to say to Hashem, look, um, you give me this mashka now, or you give me this thing now, and I'll pay you back, Kilu. You don't know. And like there was one of the Hasidim that he had said to people, Bnei Adam, Yedin, could it be? Is it possible? <coughs> Excuse me. Is it possible that Hashem would ever demand of you that you take care of what you're obligated tomorrow for today? Or Hashem would demand of you that you're obligated to have to pay um, what's going to be in a year or two from now? No, like today, you have to do today. Amrulo, meaning here, service in which you are not yet obligated, alternative to perform service today in appreciation for benefits have not yet come. Would Hashem ever ask that of you that you're asking of Him? Amrulo, they said, how could Hashem ever ask that? We don't know if we're going to live that far. Until that, we should be obligated to such a thing. We can only obligate ourselves into doing something that we know that we're able to do within the time that we can do it. And when we get to that thing, then we'll be able to accomplish that thing. So he said to them in back, so Hashem also, He guaranteed a specific amount for a specific time. He promises to take care of you each day as it comes. The same way that Hashem think the stew doesn't obligate you now. How come you didn't do something that He's expecting of you in the future? You say to Him, because it's in the future. You can't ask me now for what's meant to me in the future. Says this chassid, similarly, you can't ask Hashem for all the money of the future now. What are you saying with the mashkin? Give me millions and millions now, Hashem. But that's what you need for the future. That's not for now. So the same way that Hashem can't demand of you, how come you didn't accomplish what you were meant to accomplish in your 40s and 50s when you were in your 30s, is similar to you not being able to say to Hashem, how come you don't give me the money that's expected to me in my 40s and 50s here in my 30s? You have a specific service to do at a specific time as it comes. And just like Hashem doesn't demand that service before its time, it's such an embarrassment if you'd ever ask Hashem to go and do that. Can you imagine if you had a worker who came to you and said, Look, I plan to work you for the next five years, and I made a cheshman. You're paying me $100,000 a year. That's $500,000. Could you give me the $500,000 now? And the guy's insane. What are you talking about? And yet, so many times, that's how we approach Hashem. So why do you see you always requesting from Hashem this money for future years, take care of me for future years? Do you even know that you're going to get there? And you're making these outlandish requests of Hashem, you, your wife, your children, and they don't even exist yet. You have single people davening for the wife and children to be taken care of. And let's face it, it's not just enough 
that you want to receive the food for yourself. You're going and you're telling Hashem that you need all this money in advance to buy foods and extra foods in the future. Do you have no idea you're not guaranteed at all to ever have that existence? And yet you don't have any kind of ability to go and to give advanced kind of dedication to Hashem in the future. You don't think about the Avodah that you've already neglected in the past. That you've already neglected to supply. Meaning, you're not good for it yourself. You're saying to Hashem, give me like all of this and I'll be good. You're not good for it. In the past, you've already messed up. And then in the future, who said you're going to be around? Can you imagine if Hashem paid you all of that? And then God forbid a person dies within the next year. He goes up to Shemayim and Hashem says, I gave you $10 million. And you never went and made good on any of that. But a person has to then go pay up for that. This is not something you want to request. More on this next time. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily share, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.